Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. Welcome to another episode of the Gold Diggers podcast. You are joined by me, your host, at FLWN underscore. And I'm here with an esteemed... Wait, hold on. Before I even introduce people, happy Ghanaian Independence Day. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I felt like we needed to say it. Team was our resident Ghanaian over here. So a special happy Independence Day to you and to anyone who is Ghanaian and is watching along with us. But yeah, I am joined with Tima. Tima? So, teams underscore GH, Beatrice at Bookie underscore Beatrice, Brianna at Shepherd, and Samantha at S for CK12. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to end it at S for CK. Sorry. <laughs> that threw me off guard. But, okay, we're coming back. We're coming off. We're coming on on the back of Man United playing Manchester City. And I thought it was quite an interesting match for the first 45 minutes. But I won't talk about it myself. Beatrice already looks kind of annoyed. Uh, that, no, that's, I'm not annoyed. You know? You're just you, disappointed. Disappointed? I'm disappointed because I knew I was going to lose. It's not like I was expecting a lot. But the first half was... It was good. Was I thought decent. you were going toe-to-toe a little bit. <laughs> Where they could have taken a shot, but they didn't. 
um and i was just like i needed a bit more just a bit more desire to score um but then again we were playing with a false nine in bruno who had a terrible game actually and then i think Pogba was decent um what role was Pogba playing, by the way? What what role was he that? was playing behind Bruno? Okay. They were like so, striking. They, it was like a striking duo, yeah. really. Like it was it no, was it weird wasn't to a me. Striking duo. He was playing behind Bruno. He was like the ten or whatever. But yeah, that's that's what I thought it was. Yeah. But he was moving all over the place. So at times he was moving back into midfield and then he was going forward. So it I think it, the game plan you could see what it was. Um we didn't execute it to the best of our ability. Because um, that second goal, I honestly, I think we were just trying to keep hold of the ball so much that we didn't actually clear the ball when we needed to at the back. Like Maguire. Who was it? Was it Lindelof or Maguire? Lindelof was out of position. Lindelof had a man. Maguire <laughs> was, the ball just went through his legs and he was right there. Like he could have put it out for a corner. And yeah, that first so goal, whole, that first goal where he went through Maguire's legs. No, the first, that was second goal. The, the second first goal. goal, we went through wan Saka's leg. He was the worst player <laughs> on that pitch. Carl, your players keep their legs closed. <laughs> For two goals, it went through these players' legs. Like, on that time, they were all over the place. wan Saka, in particular, he got done. Oh, like, the he way got fucked. <laughs> Did you see the way Foden went? Put, like, way, you're a black man. You should have some more strength than that. <laughs> <laughs> side we were just getting finished by Ronaldo, Foden, yep. um, Greenish, Greenish as well mm-hmm. in there. The it was just we were done. Elanga was kind of helping so when Ralph took Elanga and Pogba off it didn't make any sense because now You've got no one, pace. Like, mm. no pace, no one's trying to hold him to the ball, no one's tracking back because we know Rashford doesn't track back so no one was tracking back on that left side and we were just ineffective and the second half just it was yeah, we we were just there to finish the game. We didn't we didn't do anything at all. I don't think we had one chance. But what was Ralph actually thinking? Like, okay, let's put yourself in Ralph's shoes, right? I think the only thing that he could have thought they would bring was pace to get them on the counter. But the problem but they, was isn't even true. <sighs> yeah, but the problem was they weren't very good at pressing, so we didn't even get the ball to even try to. Even there was zero pressing. Like, we just, they were walking. If you saw the way Rash was pressing, it was. An embarrassment. No, Didn't Pep say t- t- uh, before the game that Man United have an intense press? I don't know why he said. Look, he's taking the piss. Obviously, he does this every time. He tries to do this like reverse psychology. Yeah, He'll say he the does. thing that I think weak intense at. press sounds good. Like you're intending to press, but you don't do anything. That that's literally what it is. And if you're putting yourself in Ralph Rangnick's shoes, going in at half time, two one down, but you seem like you're in the game. What are you telling the players? Um, tighten up at the back. Keep doing exactly what you're doing and take more opportunities to shoot. That's what I would tell them. I would have taken Bruno off because out of everyone like in the, in the front six, he was the one like, he was the one that was the weakest, I would say, because he kept giving away the ball. So I would have mm. subbed him. But everyone else was bringing a little something. Do you think you should have started with Rashford? No, Rashford <laughs> should have come on. Can I ask a question? Does Cavani still play for your club? <laughs> he's, he's the at the moment, and I, I don't know where he is. I'll be honest. He's like, I don't know where he, he spends is. more time in South America than he does anywhere. 
So he's, he's not in the UK? No. He's not in the UK. He's on holiday. He probably plays Uruguay. No, he's not. The funniest thing is, um, post-match, when they asked Ralph, when's um, Cavani and Ronaldo coming back, he said, I don't know. <laughs> he literally, With I don't Cavani, know. With Cavani, he definitely doesn't know. Ronaldo, doesn't I'm know. not really sure. Mm, what's happened to Ronaldo? Is he... Is he Hip injury. I don't think well, it's injury. So his age has caught up with him. They said it wasn't an injury in the end. So then what, what is I it? I don't think he's injured. I don't think he's injured. I think it's just shame. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe Ralph wanted to try something different and Ronaldo was like, I'm not going to sit on the bench. Yeah, it wasn't it tactical differences. I can, imagine, I can imagine that. Wait, did they actually say tactical differences? Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah, that's why I was like, it's not oh, injury. Yeah. He said See? tactical differences. He, he probably wanted no. to, to bench Ronaldo like he, he shouldn't <laughs> exactly. bench because the guy's tired. But he probably couldn't take it. Wait, I just want to clarify. Who said tactical tactical Ralph. differences? You said tactical differences. Tactical differences. Yeah. What? Think about Uncle Ralph. I, he doesn't have that, to no, 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 but I hear <laughs> it. He's, he's saying I wanted to make a decision for the team, and he couldn't hack it. Yeah, but the thing is, you, there's one thing. If even if that is true, you do not come out in public and say that. Why not? He's, why? Why not? He's way too honest. He's way too honest. Everyone way knows. Everyone knows. It's better to be honest. above the team. It's better to be honest. Ronaldo puts himself first. Like we know this. This is not a shock. In saying that, though, I didn't like it when they used to say that about Ozil. I thought, like, why not just? Do you know what I'm saying? Push carpet. it under the carpet. Like, so you have to keep some things in house. But I like hearing it because blood of my enemies. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying to my brother last week, I would like the lads to be dropped. And my brother was saying, no, but you can't do that. But I was like, but the guy is older and he needs to rest. He doesn't rest. Mm-hmm. Like when he's tired and he hasn't rested. Is it Ronaldo that's going to come and be pressing that everyone was pressing today? No. No, I mean, so what's the point? I mean, he, he could have made something out of nothing today. You think, has he done that in the last eight games? Yeah, in a couple of them, yeah. Really? Um, not supposedly well, but, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he just adds, he adds that extra bit of danger to your attack and I, I wouldn't I, say that. You know, no. I feel like City would have pressed up that higher if Ronaldo was there. They didn't see his back line look like they didn't fear God. They would have been able to handle him. You you feel it? Yes. But don't you think that Pep would have been more cautious to kind of like, yeah, Yeah. leave his two um, defenders? Because I'm telling you, City's back line, they don't fear God. Like, they were running around ragged. That's how they play normally. For example, if they're playing Liverpool and they're playing against... Maybe but even Mo not Salah just has pace. maybe even not just um, Mo Salah. Maybe just I don't know. Firmino has pace. Jota has pace. Okay, never mind. This cool. what I'm saying. You've still got um, Sancho and you've still got Sancho had a Sancho had a decent game. Sancho was good. That, sec- that second up. opportunity that he had though, he should have taken. Yeah, that. he should have taken yeah. that better. But it's not like we didn't have chances in the first half. We did. I just thought in the first half. Like, <laughs> I just thought. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. doesn't rest. I I thought in the first half that City looked like they were in first gear. So when you guys were doing your thing, they were like, okay, cool, all right, let me just do my fifteen minute rest, and then you're really gonna see City. And then they came out, and you guys couldn't get the ball. So for me, yeah, I think Man United tried something, but for me. I think it was over. Like Neville was getting way too excited about that performance. I just thought, have you? Do you not realize that Man City, like they're toying with them. They're they're, they're lulling you into a false yeah. sense of security. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't we weren't secure, but in the first half, we were still in the game. That was the point because they because they wanted you to still be in the game. I think if she if said City, that actually using tactical. If City could of <laughs> listen, City could have stepped stepped on you. They but they were bored in it. They're like actually yeah. 
Wait, are we talking about in the Premier League? Because that, that might overall. be sticky. Overall, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, okay, so now you want to do overall, but you send, send Just chat both. <laughs> Just chat both quickly. No, no, let, let, let's really get that anyway, up. Anyway, Man United are dusted. And, uh... No, no, you need to be able to back this chat. Let's see. No, I don't okay. need to back the chat. So he hasn't scored 25 goals. Just in the league alone, Lukaku has five goals. <laughs> And Bruno this has is, nine. This is so right. embarrassing. But does he have 25? No, <laughs> that, my point just then was that we need to worry about people that actually think. No, but we're talking about Manchester United right now. Okay. We're actually talking about Manchester United. But you're saying it's karma for that. But the fact is. I said it's karma. I said it's karma okay. for all of these okay, statements. Why this midfielder that has had one of his worst seasons in the Premier League still has more goals than his striker? You said 25 so, goals. It doesn't matter. Has he got 25 goals? I said I was wrong. So no. <laughs> said I really said does have more goals this season by the way the okay in the Premier 10. League he has also oh, now you want to know now about, now, in fact about... it's not my fight y'all go ahead now you want to talk about Premier League but anyway may not it started with this. Premier League so let's end it there right <laughs> <laughs> do you know why this is really funny what? because both of your attacks aren't even that good Okay, I know what I, who I think it is. I know. I Listen, lie. I so, know my attack is crap, but she don't want to accept that Lukaku is crap. I'm listen, I've never said Lukaku is good. Anyway, why are we not talking about Lukaku? We're talking about Manchester United. We'll come to Lukaku <laughs> soon. You. Don't worry. <laughs> We haven't forgotten about your defense of Lukaku. We'll come to Lukaku soon. You wouldn't say defense. I don't think I've defended him. I've just huh? Said, huh? Huh? I, have. I have had a nuanced if argument. If you go back to episodes about the way you were defending <laughs> Lukaku, yeah. Nuanced I argument. I will it up. Don't I do this. Defense. I would say a nuanced argument. A nuanced oh. argument. Yeah, 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 Tima, yeah, are yeah, you nuanced. serious? It was nuanced. I don't anyway. know how many weeks ago it was. You sat over there. And you yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right here. You yeah. said over there yeah, that say? if Tuka asked you to slap your mum to make sure that Lukaku... No, I never said Lukaku. I never said Lukaku. Run, run, Wait, run the other on. episode. Why would you slap your mum? I said if Lukaku... If, if, no, no. What I said was yeah. if it would help Chelsea, <laughs> yeah. if Tuka asked me to slap my mum, I would slap my mum. She'd be slapped. She wouldn't even want me to. You don't remember that? Were you the, were you... I don't think I was there. Yeah. Anyway, well, we're talking really about wrong. Manchester United. Why wait, just, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, just give me a second. Why would you slap your mum? If it, I know, but it's the context. <laughs> it's, it's context to it. 
Well, okay, what's the context? Now, I want to I'm talk sorry. about my mission. Can we talk about my mission? No, 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 because no, 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 I need to understand. We're here, we're here now. Why you slap your mum? <laughs> this is what you get when you be shouting about, anyway. Don't worry, we're coming back to you, don't worry. We're coming back. I was just saying that, I think if this was a time when the Lakaku Tuchel mm. thing was, mm. was hot mm-hmm. and um, it was like what they sh- what we should do about Lukaku. And I said, look, I'd back Tuchel no matter what. I'd run through brick walls. I'd even slap my mum for him if it would help Chelsea. Okay. If it would help Chelsea. So, so it was hyperbole. Sorry, that's a big word. <laughs> <laughs> Exaggeration. Like, exaggeration. You weren't really doing I don't, it. I probably would. No, she would. No, she would. Guys are out and missing. double down. That's the funniest part about it. My mum watched the episode and she agreed. So what, what do you want me to do? You know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. She agreed. My mum will sand me. Like, she will actually bury me <laughs> six foot deep. So back into the situation with Beatrice. Um, Let's let's stop hounding her. Because the way you're looking at her, that um, fam. She's always got something to say. She she's it. about to pounce on you. So we'll take the pressure off a little bit. And... I kind of wanted to ask you, so they were talking a lot about mentality after the match and the mentality of your players, etc. and United DNA, quote-unquote. But looking at the United teams that you've grown up on and then this United team that you're currently witnessing now, what are some of these, the discrepancies that you're seeing in, in terms of attitude? The, one, the people I grew up with were champions. These are not champions. Fair. So, of course, there's a difference in mentality. They, they're not used to winning things. They don't have that... They have the expectation because they're Manchester United, but as players, because they haven't won a lot previously, they don't feel the same pressure as it was back in the day. There's no way. The mentality is completely different. Just as players in general, like even modern day players, I'd say the mentality is in general is quite different. Mm. Um, this United DNA, they need to drop it. These old pundits, <laughs> let it go. Seriously, let it go. Like. You're just talking about stuff that just doesn't exist. We need to focus on the now and how we're gonna improve the set of players now, mm-hmm. um, and stop like stop living in the past. Like mm-hmm. it's not gonna come round. The more you say United DNA, it's just not gonna work. So I mean, right now, um, United need to stop buying players we don't need. Um, mm-hmm. That's for starters. Mm-hmm. Actually, buy players that we need that we know can actually impact and improve the side. Um, stop buying players you don't need. Um, and we need a bit more discipline, I'm not gonna lie. Some players are too a bit too lackadaisy, a bit too relaxed. Nah, I need you to wake up. Can I you can you, you to... add these players? Maguire and um one second. Okay, fair, fair, fair. In Carry particular. On. In particular. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool. Steady to wake up. This is not this is not a playground. This is actually a serious competitive game. And you need to act like the way one second was acting today, I was just so confused. <laughs> I, I feel like he was in La La Land, you know? Like, he was just... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was shocking. And, I mean, the second half, they, we didn't even try to play. We actually gave up. And you could see that they gave up. Yeah. And then the two subs... As if you come on, come on hungry. You know how subs come on and they're hungry? Mm. These lot came on as if... Ah, oh, we're just here and it's a training match. Like it was so bad. They kind Rashford... of played like they thought the game was done already at two one. Like they they just thought, okay, well mm. we don't need to try anything else. Like, it was weird. It was so odd. And mm. like we've seen someone like Elango come on and be a bit hungry. We see and that's that's a young player that doesn't have experience in the Premier League. Mm. So what's your excuse, Rashford, as a bloody senior? What is your excuse? Rashford, she's taking a piss actually. She's actually taking a piss. Like the fact that 
Elanga's even replacing him as a, in the starting eleven. Mm. He should be ashamed, but he's not because he's not showing like he's ashamed. Mm. Get and that head just, up of yours up immediately. It's so embarrassing. Even Ralph said it before that certain players in that team need to take a few hints from Elanga. And if your manager is saying that about senior players, that just goes to show that people's head is just not in the right place. Mm. I can't lie though, it's because Alanga's not been suffering the way they've been suffering. Like, I don't mm. know how to explain it, but usually like when we were down horrendous, I mean, we're still down bad, but not mm. as horrendous as we were before. Like when Saka and them came in, they were like a breath of fresh air because mm. they hadn't been collectively suffering with everyone yeah. else. But like, yeah, they have that. the energy. They're not like so mentally tired with, the fact that nothing's getting better. Yeah. Um, and I think they're less, they're more optimistic. I think that's the word that I want to go for. Do you know what I find interesting about it? I think Jose Mourinho had, one of his interviews came out about how he chose players for Porto and how he went all the way down to like the bottom leagues to kind of like find hungry, hungry players. players. So when you've got players, yeah, who they've kind of seen the limelight. They haven't won much, but they've seen the limelight. Sancho, he's seen the limelight. Pogba, he's been in the limelight. All of those players. So they're not as hungry as Elanga would be. And I guess you're right. They just need to look at recruitment and kind of recruit a bit better. No? Yeah, mm. recruit hungry players, mm-hmm. not people who think they own the club. <laughs> who owns the club? Okay. Ronaldo like he owns the club. Ooh. But he's hungry too. I don't think he's as hungry as he... No, I think no, he he's Ronaldo's hungry. hungry. Accolades, there's it kind of works That's, differently. Yeah. I think now before he had the goal to want to bring United to Prem title CL. Yeah. Now I feel like he's just like okay, I'm here for myself now because oh. nobody else wants to work with me. I'm not trying to be funny, but I I've never seen an iteration of Ronaldo where he's not being self motivated. Yeah. yeah, like even down to that. Um, documentary of his own that he had when he was like playing for Portugal and he was basically like no nah, I have to play through injury because I'm better than everyone else here yeah <laughs> like yeah, straight up playing really he's been like that for time but he, he knows he's better than everyone else so can you really blame but, but him he's not better than everyone else Anymore, not in this current yeah. current, current team oh, he's an inverse he, kind of is, a little his bit his problem is he's a little bit delusional in the sense that he thinks that his body is can do what his brain tells it to. You have limitations. And you need to act like you have limitations. You know what? Samantha, you're the best person to tell us here. Our newest graduate in town, by the way. So everyone, make sure you say congratulations, Samantha, in the comments. But Samantha, physiotherapist, do you think Ronaldo's body can do what his brain thinks that he's telling him to do? Especially with those stepovers. Those stepovers are tired, man. Yeah. <laughs> They're so tired. To be honest, sometimes it is a mental thing where you think that your body's wearing out before it's time for it to wear out. But if you mentally think that you can keep going, then a lot of times you're actually all right. The only time that you will physically be like deteriorate is when you have a lot of injuries in a short space of time. With Ronaldo, he barely gets injured. He looks after himself in ways that no one can actually afford. He's got Fair. a nutritionist. He's got... He, he takes showers outside. Something just funny. Something just funny. so weird. Wait, can we have one moment of just seriousness? <laughs> seriousness? Yeah? Yeah? yeah. Seriousness? Yeah. Carry on, that's all. Um, Nickel flats. <laughs> no, seriously, like, he's got... Um, dietitians, nutritionists, everyone is looking after him and looking at his body and analysing what he can do next to keep going. So... For him, but, it's not sorry, as can bad. I just say, he doesn't have the same athleticism as some other older players. Hmm. 
Thiago Silva. <clears throat> what about? Look, I don't Thiago know. Who, who can you compare to? Apart from Thiago Silva, there's that time maybe? It's that time, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking it's that mm. time. He was a bit more agile. I don't, I don't, I don't know because I feel like Zlatan and Ronaldo. I feel like they've they've both got the same mentality, but I feel like with Ronaldo, there's only so much motivation that he can go go for and go with, especially with a team around you that he needs to be given those chances. Even when mm. he's given them, but he's missing five hundred. But that's not his body being the problem. He's just probably what not there. Then? He's just not there. His brain is not collating so where brain the goal and is. His body are not there. So like, <laughs> you know, I think you guys are being a bit harsh on Ronaldo. I think so Ronaldo's, too. Ronaldo's peak I'm actually was backing so high. him. I'm saying that yeah. he's physically I'm there. I'm the one that has to deal with watching him every week. He's physically there. Think, you know. You know what Ronaldo's problem is, and it's not. It's not that. I, like, I mean, I like to say he's past it because agenda. But I think, I think that he's not adapted his playing style. I don't actually mm. think like he's physically past it or he's mentally past it. I just mm. think it's his playing style. He's still trying to do the stuff that he did before. And it's not that that's Yeah, because stuff, in his mind, he can still do it. He can still do it, but it doesn't work against your position because he's done it so much. They know what he's going to do. Doing stepovers isn't going to confuse anyone in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that the tech on the stepovers is bad. It's just old. It's also bad. No, the tech, the tech yeah. is bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, the tech is, the tech is very 2007. Yeah, he's, he's lost it just a little bit. He's lost it a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> and listen, we don't know when the Ronaldo's coming back to this team anyway. Do you, Ralph Ragnick, he's right? He's going to play the Champions League, man. Who, we don't know. Maybe not. Maybe he, he will. To. He has to. That's but his bag. I'm just thinking, like, if Ralph Ragnick can come in and say, you know, tactical differences. All he's saying, all Ralph, Ralph wanted to do was drop him for one game and he's clearly sulking. But then, surely there must be consequences. Surely, What's like, the consequence? A don't manager play can't drop the... a player no more. And surely, no. As in a consequence for Ronaldo. Like, surely he shouldn't play in the Champions League then. If, um, if he refuses to, to if he refuses to be on the bench but for th- Man United, that's another, um, that's for another problem match. of his. He thinks that he can play every match. <laughs> it's not realistic, hun. Like he's actually not realistic. <laughs> Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's gonna. Not realistic. Let's move on for Ronaldo. Let's move on for Ronaldo. <laughs> it's enough. It's enough. It's enough. Lastly, Ralph Ranić. The the final question I have after today's loss, I feel like a loss to Man City is not really that much of a big deal. But I feel like in the manner you lost, that's that's the problem here. But how do you think he's taken you that one step further since Oli has left, or? Well, you better off just keeping Oli there. What What are your thoughts? Oli would have won you the game, by the way. How Maybe. do you know that? His, his record with Pep is bad. Sorry, let me tell you now. All Oli's records, he broke them this season. Yeah. We would have lost. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. We would have lost the game, 100%. You don't, you don't think they would have been a bit more up for it? I feel like when it was Oli, they were very much like, they would pull something out of the bag. That was, our, that was last season. This season yeah. under Oli, it was a completely different, different dynamic. No one was putting anything out the bag. Everyone was I tired. feel like Ronaldo came... Oh, we're back to Ronaldo. But I feel like Ronaldo <laughs> came in and said, is this your standard? Like, is this what we're actually <laughs> playing? He like, ruined the vibes kind of thing. Yeah. No, because last season, like, we weren't all that bad. We still had a little bit of fight. This oh, season, a lot of fight. It, yeah, this had, season, yeah. it's just been completely different. Mm. When did you finish last season? Second? Third. Third? No, Liverpool finished third. Yeah, we finished second. Second, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, they did. you guys had a lot of fight last season. I don't know. I'll throw it to the neutrals as well. So I'll go around the block. I'll end with you, T-Bar. <laughs> but Brianna, like, 
Do you think they would have been better off keeping Ollie? Do you think Ralph Ragnick has helped them or benefited them in any way? They weren't better off keeping Ollie because Ollie was out of his depth, but Ragnick has not made a market improvement for me, which I enjoy immensely because I remember <laughs> I, mean, I think in terms of in general, the way we play has slightly improved just from earlier this season. I wouldn't say from like the season before. But then but does that not mean like the bar's in hell? No, yeah, we know <laughs> this. Oh, fair enough. Okay. If you know that, then fair enough. Because for me, I just feel like we had all the talk, like people saying, I love hearing Ragnik talk, like the way he analyzes the game. Big brain, Ragnik, Tuchel's dad, Klopp's dad. It's time to get the paternity test. <laughs> <laughs> You are the father. <laughs> it's not. You are not. Oh my god! <laughs> the comparisons, unfortunately, they've not paid off. He might be a smart man. He might be. No, he is a smart. No, man. he is a smart man. He's a very smart man. I he think business-wise, yeah. very well. Mm. But this, no. But the, the mm-hmm. other issue is our actual players, because for, for example, in the last match, I even forgot who he played. All I know is that. The amount of chances we had that we didn't convert mm. was poor. We created a lot of chances. We have been creating just a lot against of chances. Watford. Yeah, against yeah, Watford. Yeah, you had so many shots. We created so many oh. chances, but our players are not giving. I we know, don't have I, any strikers. I understand. Okay, I understand that. But you have to be able to work with what you're with. you have. If you get rid of he's a manager trying. to bring... He's, oh, he's trying, but is that it? For what, for what he was hyped up to be, is that it? Like, is, <laughs> is that... Yeah, but you got to remember that he wasn't actually a manager when he became their interim. So why did he take the job then? If why did Manchester United give him the job? Why did they the give question. him the job? But at the same time, why would you disgrace yourself by taking well, the job if you can't? I don't really, think he's disgraced himself. He's not disgraced himself, but people are bigging you up. You come to do a job and then everyone's like, oh, is that it? Well, he's honest in saying that the players need to look at himself, look at themselves and actually step up. Like he said this before, he said, with the way that we're playing, it's the results are not reflecting what it should be like. We should be doing better in terms of scoring on the pitch. Mm. But, but the way that we've set up in general, we've set up on ways to win games. We just are not converting goals. Oh, he needs to fix that. When Ronaldo's missing job. 500 chances, like, I'm sorry, like this, we actually have no strikers apart from Ronaldo and our come part-time on. striker, he doesn't come. <laughs> so if- Then why let Martial that's, a, that's another problem again in terms of our recruitment and retaining players it's a big problem we don't retain players that we need to retain mm. and we let go of people in at times when we shouldn't yeah. like we do this our recruitment has been poor for seven years like it's really a problem <laughs> you are you're not you not get away with too much because on paper i'm sorry these players are not as bad as you're saying they are. i'm if, just saying we don't have a striker if arteta who's been managing for two years can do and we're not even good can do with Arsenal the, for the, the, little bit of, prop. the little bit of rejigging that he's Arteta done. Arteta in today. Well, no, I'm not Arteta in. I'm one thing, I won't talk about that now because we're talking Arsenal about Ragnik. I feel like you Ragnik should be able to get a bit more out of, on paper, these players, Pogba, Ronaldo, Sancho, mm. they're not scrubs. They're yes, not, Sancho is true. good. They're not playing at 10 out of 10 out. They're not scrubs. It's not acceptable. I think um, Sancho has been one of, he's been our best player in the last five weeks. He has been. But all that, and what have you guys got to show for it, really? Again, when strikers are not converting, it's, it's, a, it's a big problem. So your manager has to do something about it to Which bring out more Which is why he tried to um, drop Ronaldo today and try something else. 
all he does is try something else, try something. Every but week, you have to try he's something trying something else. else and none of them work. <laughs> but he's only been here for a few months. He has to try other things. Not so every fans. week he tries Woo. something else and it doesn't work. <laughs> no, not every week. Woo. I feel like, okay, not every week, but every time I watch United, I find like they're saying, oh, Rangnick's trying this new thing and it doesn't come off. But you, like you said, you have to keep trying stuff till it clicks, no? That's what but you have does. to be consistent with something that you think will work and get the players to take it on. At some point, you can't Preach, keep switching preacher. it around. But you switch every it. week. No, he doesn't switch it around every week. I'm using every week as hyperbole. You know, I don't mean preach, okay, preacher. But if he's doing something and it's not working when it should be working, what do you want him to do? I don't. I I personally, I'm gonna kind of side with Brianna here. Four two 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 does not work. <laughs> It, 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 it's, it, it's, this isn't football back in like I don't know early two it just does not it's work it's been a little bit disrespectful like. no 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 like you, uh, you've got to deep it right you're playing what was playing... the that actually worked wasn't it 4231 was and he went back to it like recently but what, how, what did he start with today again was it not four two 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 again? No, it's four four two one. Are we sure? Because it, it didn't seem like it it was very narrow and the, that, the four two 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 that he was playing before it was, was so narrow. Okay, wh- whatever it was with the it's two false legs. But it was so narrow before, yeah. And it just wasn't working. But he with changed that a while after ago. how many games? No, but he, again, uh, like you, like we were saying, you, you, you stay consistent with one thing. You make sure that's not going to work. You move on to something else. Make sure that's not going to work. And that's what you do. All I'm saying is his son, Tuchel, came in, changed the formation after one game and bada boom, bada bing, won Champions League. But you lot complain every week. So <laughs> why are you complaining? Boom. We don't complain. We're fine. Is so, it? Yeah. What is the What about Tuchel? Tuchel's fine. To, to be fair, Tuchel is... He's better than, doing better than Rangnick has, but Tuchel was also managing the season before, so I'll allow huh? No, Tuchel was managing the season before. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just thought, what is the end point? Like, I know that he's technically an interim manager, but let's look at, for example, to the end of the season. What is the end point with Rangnick? Does he keep <coughs> changing things until when? Like, when does it end? All we're trying right now is to get results. That's it. So you do try to get results, but I feel like if you're trying to get the best out of a team, and the players, you think that they're not good enough. I feel like some things you change when they're not working, but you have to have some type of consistency there so then you can focus, in a way, a bit in the, on the mentality. Do you not think? Like, if you're changing the tactics and you're also not improving the mentality, every week is just confusion. But today was the only time he changed something different to go toe-to-toe with City, but over the last, like, few weeks, we have been playing the same way. The, do you find? Yeah, we have. Well... It's not working. So, <laughs> I just think we're not scoring. I wouldn't say it's not working because there's like people say it, not just me, but people, know, we know that this is the most chance in the last month, for example, mm-hmm. these are the most chances we've ever cre- we have created a season. Mm. That our chances weren't coming thick and fast before. You know, I sympathize with you because Chelsea, we're going through the same thing right now, you know, so I, I do sympathize and I do blame the players, but at the same time, I, I, from the little I watch of Man United, I just feel like you you guys barely get a sniffing. But that's no, that's, that's just true. me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Today you guys got a sniffing. No, apart from today, that's what I'm saying. Today was different because we got dominated, particularly mm. in the second half. But in general, it's not like that. Okay. That's fair. See? Can we come to an amicable yeah. handshake there? Now, the race for top four has gotten sticky. As of late, um, Arsenal end the day 
in that top four spot, which is absolutely great. I've been rooting for you guys, by the way, just putting that out there. So I share. I, huh? Come for who? For who? <laughs> That's not come for Chelsea. They ain't you, for no one, you, you have this this mistaken thing that we're you. We're not, we're not Man United, But they're coming for you. It's fine. They're they still have to play us, innit? But how does it feel, guys? Top four spot after battling, I don't know, in... Ninth, tenth, for eighth for so long, right? I'm not even. It's not even shade. It's not shade. Don't laugh. It's not Don't shade. Laugh. But it, it must feel like a relief getting to that top four position, knowing that you had the facilities to get there in the first place. Brianna, I'll start with you because you're staring at me. It's, it's really scaring me. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just now just thinking about it. I'm just thinking about how far we've come. Yeah, you've come really yeah. far, in there. Yeah. Lord, uh, we were down. We were down. We were down horrendous. Horrendous. Before I say anything, just because I know Tima's going to say something. <laughs> You're not saying a word. You're, yeah, you're but you're waiting enough. for me to say something. <laughs> you're waiting for me to say so let disclaimer, I'm still Arteta out. Okay, good. I've said that. However, just because I don't think Arteta is the one to bring us to further glory, I still think that it's right to give him some props yeah. on where we've come to now from where we were in mm. what we near the were we near the relegation zone or was that last year? We have been around. I don't even remember. I think you were in a relegation zone this year, haven't they? they you guys season? started off poor. You started, started off really off. bad. I don't yeah. think he was in. I think he was I don't, I don't you think were hovering, hovering. Yeah. Around that second half of the table area. It, it feels like years ago. But <laughs> Y'all were lingering right below. We were, we were lingering. Yeah. It was terrible. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy with how far we've come. I think that there's still a lot further to go. I think that we still make as usual, hard work out of games where we should be killing yeah. it off a bit early. Yeah. Um, I'm not entirely confident with our um, front three. I think that everyone's doing a great job. Yeah. But I think that ultimately Lacazette there doing the job that he is is not the, the solution. Um, but I think Arteta is doing the best with what he has right now. He's not disgraced himself too much recently. So props to him. But the thing is, it's like you guys have one game a week. I mean, one thing about you, you're not going to give anybody props. I just think, like, one game a week, like, I ex- I expect Arsenal to be in the top four. If Arsenal do not finish in the top four, then Arteta should be sacked. So, just to be clear, at the beginning of the season, did you, like, because I don't remember, did you say that Arsenal should make top four? I can't remember, probably not. You so why no. do you expect us to be in top four now? Because you've got one game a week. You, you I not... expect us to be in top four, but why do I you? I think a lot of people did say they expected Arsenal to be in top yeah, four. Yeah, a lot of people didn't have any that. European football. No mm. European football, no but cups. But I'm asking Tima specifically then. You've got, you've know got no cups, no European football. You should, you guys mm. should be making the top four. Well, I agree, I don't disagree. I agree, yeah. 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 And if you don't, our test should be sacked. I agree with that also. Yeah. But I also think that we should be sacked after we get top four. You was shy or bad. I, I, I just if Arteta, like, like you said, not a lot of people predict or contrary to what Beatrice said, not a lot of people predicted Arsenal to get top four. I personally didn't. I, I was thinking top six max. So if he does get top four, I think he's exceeding expectations. Right? Am I, am I right? Am I wrong? No. Not from this point. From like, from like the beginning of the season. At the beginning of the season, did you expect top four? I didn't expect it, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't have gotten it. Oh. oh, do you know what? I don't think I could be with you today. I, I don't think I, I can. I, did, I mean, I just can't what you're saying. Do you, do you get I what get I'm what saying? saying. Nah, I'm... In the position that we were in, look, in the last couple of seasons, we've been hovering around a position that we should not be in. So, essentially, 
at the beginning of this season, no one expected us to make top four. If you're going to make eighth and eighth for two seasons, top that, four is crazy. That doesn't matter. It's like, imagine... <laughs> no, Do you no. know what? Can I just address something really quickly? Yeah, <laughs> Brianna, I know like, you're a lovely girl. Like I know you're lovely. The way you're staring at every individual, yeah? She said what she said. I don't really know. I feel like, you know when your mom would give you that look like I'm about to beat you? Like, oh my God. I don't even notice like my facial expressions. No, but honestly, I don't think it matters. I think it's like, imagine you get predicted grades, yeah? And like your teachers think that you're trash, but you know that you can do something good. Like they can predict grades, like three Ds or something, but you know really that you should be getting like three Bs or three As. Yeah. But that's because you know, that's the expectation of what you want this, the team to do because essentially at the beginning of the season we lost our first three opening games who knew what we were going to come from that we shouldn't have lost our first three exactly games. but we did so but that should, that doesn't mean that we should have lowered our expectations for the end of the season no but the thing is that our expectations mm-hmm. even before that was it really top four uh, I don't remember I don't remember what mine were specifically mm. I mean I know people were saying top six but I just feel like that's not very ambitious I mean I personally think, as you said, if we're not in Europe yeah. and you're a big sit side, the expectation is to get top four because when United dropped out, I'm not trying to go back to United, that was the expectation. You guys are supposed to get back into top four. When Chelsea dropped out, you guys mm. were expected to get least back into top four and you lot won yeah. the title. Even I know, when they finished eighth, like, it was still an expectation. So yeah, like, and I know that we're enough. not... We're not, we've not been on that standard for a long time. I mean, we've not been in the top four for quite a number of years now. I think that's the reasoning behind it because it's like a lot of teams. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Teams to bounce back is severe. It's like, you yeah, can, as you said, away. it's straight yeah. away. And our bounce back, oh Lord, <laughs> oh Lord, it's taken time. So for us to even get to this point, it's like, I want to see it happen. Mm. So for us to be like, yeah, if we have to make top four mm. 
And now that we've got, what, 13 games left, it's like, okay, I see it now. I can actually believe in what's happening. Because earlier, it was very, very hard to see it happening. The way other teams have been moving. West Ham had a time where they were moving crazy. There was one point where Spurs were trying to move crazy. Um, <laughs> like, even Wolves. People were trying to tell us that Wolves are going to make top No, the person that said Wolves is not serious. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, the season changes all the time, so you never know how it goes. But I hear you, because now we should really, like, top four. If we don't make it, it's us. It's can our I, can fault. Can I ask you a question? Have you seen the fixtures you've got left? Yeah. No. Well, all of them. So you have, so you've got Leicester, you've got you guys, got Spurs, you've got got United and Liverpool. Yeah. Okay, so I'm worried about Liverpool and Chelsea. Those are the two I'm worried about. I think, I think those fixtures are hard. Yeah, they are. I think we can push Leicester out of the equation, personally. I think you have three games in the next few days. Yeah, we do. We've literally got Leicester, then Villa, then Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, that's a lot of... Mm-hmm. I th- I, I'm with you. I, I think it's only Liverpool you should fear. I, I, I personally it's think. Only Liv- uh, well, I think Chelsea as well. But I think those are the only two teams. Oh, and Chelsea. I'll talk about the next three. Oh, yeah. It's only, <laughs> it's only those teams <laughs> that they should... date for our game yet. Yeah. Like, it's only those teams that they should fear, but they may not be the only teams you drop points against. That's what... Oh, yeah, of course. We're of course. not going to win, what, the remaining 12 games and drop points in one. I'm not suggesting that, but I think that your expectations should still continue to be high. Like you can change Mm. your expectations mid season because Mm. it's just like, for example, with Leicester, when they got to a certain point in the league, no one expected them to win the league, Mm. but when they got to a certain point, it was almost inevitable. Like if they had let it slip there, no one would have held it against them because they didn't expect it. But there was a point when you're like, okay, you guys have won this now. And I feel like with me, we've gotten to a point in the league where it's like, okay, we've positioned ourselves now. It's where, belief now. Where in, it's not even about belief. It's just about like, I don't know. It's, I don't, maybe it is belief. Maybe I, I don't necessarily believe that we're going to do anything because I don't trust Arteta. But I think, <laughs> I think, I think that it's at this point, it will be criminal if we don't because yeah. of the matches that we have in, I don't yeah. like to say games in hand because they're not points, but the games that we have in hand, the run that we're on, mm. the form that everyone in general is in, if we let it slip now, it's criminal. It's true. Mm. But I think that's that's become, that's become, the only reason why we we think like that is because now we see where we're going. Because beforehand, as I said, we started the season horribly. And even after those three games, did we even know where we were going to go? We looked at our run, those games were outrageous. <laughs> true. And I was like, top four, yes, that's the goal. We should be getting that. But making it happen is a different story because Arsenal are Arsenal. Mm. So Man United still have to play Tottenham. They still have to play Liverpool. They've still got to play Leicester. Um, they've, got to play- <laughs> <laughs> they've still got to play Chelsea as well. They've got to play Arsenal as well. Um, Brighton as well. We all know Brighton away is, is not you know, yeah. as easy as it, it looks on paper. So I feel like the run of games, because Man United, they still have Champions League to go as well, even mm. though I'm not too sure if we'll make it past the next round, but let's see, let's see what happens um, on Tuesday. Let's see. Um, but do we, can we honestly see this going to the wire or do you think it'll go to the wire regarding Chelsea and Arsenal instead of 
per se Man United and you Arsenal. You need to stop. That's what I was going to ask do. you. <laughs> What's how, what games do you have? We've got Leicester and we've got Arsenal. Those are our two Arsenal. games in hand. Oh, in hand. Oh, in hand, yeah. But if you want to talk about Chelsea's remaining games, we've already played Liverpool, we've already played Man City. Um, let me just double check. We still have to go to West. We still have to play at, um, West Ham. So we're going to West Ham. They've still got to come to yeah. us, sorry. Yeah, I think we still need the next, like, seven games, eight games to see where everyone else mm, is. I yeah. Cause... And that's crazy because we're, we're in March now. Surely there should be some type of, I don't know, form or formation that you'd probably assume that this is what's going to happen. But I have no idea. And that's why I said Chelsea. That's why I put us in the mix. Because I think it's all tight. Even, even with Liverpool and City, it's still, it's still a bit tight. It's very tight so with Liverpool and City. I, feel, I just feel like anything can still happen. So Chelsea have still got to play West Ham, Wolves, your faves, and um, Imagine Man United. Now we Right. Yeah. Tima would actually have to hold that. You would actually have to hold that. Certain Arsenal fans, not necessarily you guys, got in their feelings about it. Not a pin from Manchester United fans. Because I said they could finish in the top four above all of you guys. I think Arsenal fans like, listen, you're not, it's like a main character syndrome. Like, it's okay. Like, I said the comment. <laughs> it's what it is. They could still finish in the top four. Who knows? With, come on, come on. West Ham could still finish the top four. You guys oh, come could. On. You guys could. Any, you know, ma- so when so, all of these people enter, Chelsea that's dropping out. Who? You <laughs> said Wolves. You said West Ham. So I said they could. It all could. Mm. It's not guaranteed. So Chelsea could drop out. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Let's get the top four out of the way. Like you said, there's still loads of games to yeah. go. We don't know how, where it's going to go. But let's focus on today's match, yeah? So, Arsenal played Tot- um, Tottenham, <laughs> Watford today. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I couldn't watch the match today, which is so unfortunate because I heard Saka had, did a, had a beautiful goal. Yeah. Not too sure what happened. But if any of you want to take it away, if Samantha, I know you only watched one half. Brianna, did you watch both halves? And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give us a rundown of the match. Yeah, so at the beginning, um, obviously there was quite a quick start, Watford scored, um, but that was disallowed. Luckily, because I was already about to start cussing Arteta. (laughs) 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 But um, now we recovered quite well from that. I mean, probably earlier on in the season, that might have been a situation where they probably would have gone on to score again. Exactly. And we would have lost or drawn. Mm -hmm. So I was very happy with that recovery. Um, I have to give props to Lacazette. Lacazette played quite well. He set up, um, I think, two of the goals. Mm-hmm. So that was quite good. His link-up play was really great. Um, but the goals from Arsenal and also from Watford, I think every single goal was quality. It was quality finishing. Um, well, actually, apart from Sissoko's. Sissoko's mm-hmm. <laughs> was very dodgy. Yeah, that was and dodgy. honestly, even before that goal happened, everything was dodgy. Ben White, Xhaka, Tedrick. Yeah. What was going on? Our defence is what let us down today. Mm. Our defence was just... I don't know what was going on. And when the defence is moving shaky, it's like, how do we now transition to get to attack and actually finish? Because a fourth goal could have happened, but it's like so much is happening back there. Even Ramsdale today. You're kicking, sir. You're kicking, sir. Well, we didn't even get to talk about De Gea's kicking today. Jesus Christ. That, <laughs> Did you see you, that one ball where I'm he not gonna lie. to the opposition player and they started countering? And they started countering. Bam. Beatrice, I owe you an apology. Do you don't owe you an apology. No, no, no. Do you no. know what it is? 
I feel like De Gea has hasn't he's had a bad him. season, as you've said you um that you think he's had a bad season. But today's performance showed me this I was missing his, his distribution this whole time. Okay. Today he was okay. He was the fine. distribution was it's been awful. Worse. I thought I'd put him on watch, and I'm just like, gee, this is what you guys have been suffering with. But anyway, Ramdell. Christ. 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 But Ramsdale, you're saying. Yeah, no, Ramsdale's um kicking in his distribution as well was poor today. Do you think so? Yeah. It wasn't that great. But the thing is though, it's like if he makes a mistake and then our defence makes a mistake, who is gonna be able to pick up the slack? Yeah, facts. And that's what was happening today. It was just a bit higgy. But because um I think our midfield as in I feel like Partey did so much work to make sure that our midfield was strong. And made sure that the transition to get into final third was a lot smoother than usual. Do you know so why? So I give wow. Ghana Independence Day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what made it better? A goal. Yeah. Ooh. Do you know what? Fair. Happy Independence and everything. Yeah, but we need to tell Party to stop shooting. Because <laughs> <laughs> he shoots for the stars. He actually wants to shoot to the moon and back. And let's stop. Maybe one day it'll work. Maybe it the works last for Ghana. Might... <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw us in Afcon. It did not work for us either. Did he not score like an inter- Oh, not in Afcon, but before Afcon. Did he score? Oh, he scored one. Was it two? He's got what well, in total? He scored twice. He scored like, wasn't it a banger and like something else? I don't it, know. It mattered in Afcon and he didn't do nothing there. So. Yeah, sorry about Shame. that. <laughs> <laughs> but he's come back consistent for us though. Thanks. Good for you guys. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna lie, he has improved since coming has. back from mm. Afcon. He Maybe has. it's the anger from losing that early on. Ooh. Oh, sorry, in the back of the day. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. But you, you were saying back to the match, um, back to the match. Yeah, but the, the goals, as um, Brianna said, um, they were very, very good goals. Honestly, Martinelli's goal. Because before, a lot of people cussed Nelly because his game today, a little bit of a stinker was happening. But then the goal, I was like, okay, cool. We'll let it run. Because people oh, to assist as well. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, generally, in terms of the performance, it wasn't amazing. But we got the three points mm-hmm. and it just shows that, you know, at least the boys can finish. They can finish well. And um, we can, I still see that if we get a proper striker, good, good striker, I feel like we can play some excellent football soon. I think y'all had a good strike and now he's bagging in Barcelona. So, you know, I mean, just just a few minutes ago, we were talking about... Aubameyang involvement, Aubameyang, without his involvement, we're still bagging. Still good. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm going to hand the floor over to Brianna, who has a certain apology for a certain player, but... Rihanna, oh, over to you. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. Do you want to move forward to the microphone? Do you know what? I don't even feel bad to say it because it's a win for me regardless. No, for facts. facts. Edgar, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, for real, I was, I had slander names for Edgar. I, <laughs> I am so sorry. I thought last season, I found that his loan was a bit underwhelming, to be fair. <laughs> Some people saw the vision. I wasn't one of those people. I saw the vision. You saw the vision. I, I the didn't vision. see the vision. I wasn't one of those. I wasn't a believer. But this season, he's proved me and everyone else who doubted him wrong. He's definitely, like, picked up so well. And you can see, like, when he's really in his stride, what he brings to the team, like, the way how he really helps with creating goals, scoring goals. Like, he's really like looking good he's looking like kind of the midfield like attacking midfield presence that we have wanted so yes. i'm very sorry i thought you were mid and i'm sorry for that 
And from the Odegaard higher than MO8 himself, we accept your apology. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) So Saka's on fire at the moment. And I really don't like bringing up this conversation, but everyone on the timeline brought it up. So I thought... Saka and Joe. I mean, I thought, let's, mm-hmm. let's give it a discussion. I don't think it's a more of a versus thing. I think it's more of a Saka having so much talent and Cho possession, possessing that same talent. But, but it's why? Not the same talent. I think I feel like they've got similar it's similarities the in their talent. game. What is it? I feel what like is they're similar. Mis- what is it? That That's what I want to know. Like, no, what is he missing? Who? Which? Oh come on! Like, <laughs> oh, okay, Tima, 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 Tima. Okay, let, let me let me explain myself. So, watching watching Callum Hudson Odoi, I hate saying show because I spit better. So, watching Callum Hudson Odoi, right? When he was younger. He had everything mm. in his locker. What was Every... you younger? How old? When he burst onto the scene. How old? Oh, that? When he was 18. 17, 18. 17? 17, 18. How old is he now? 21. 20, 20, 21. One of the so two. Like four years ago. Yeah. So, so under Sari. Under Sari. And even before Sari, when you would watch him in like his youth games and stuff, you'd think this is the next best thing coming out of England, right? And he did have the dribbling. He had the end product. He had the vision. He had the um, decision making, everything to his game. Obviously, he he's got that in. It's not like he's old. He's still a youngster. But look at Saka. You know, it's not. Are they the same age? I think they're the same age, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they're the same age, and it's just like okay, Callum Hudson-Odoi has been in the game just that bit longer. So why is it that Saka is showing more of an edge than Callum Hudson-Odoi right now? Like game time and consistency. Mm. It's a big injury. The injury, like it literally, ever since. Cho. <laughs> he came back from his injury. What injury did he have? He's Achilles. Oh. Oh, yeah. So it's a massive injury, That's, and I yeah. think it's really had an effect on him. Is he going to be that player? I don't know. All I see is he's scared to take on this man. He can't dribble past. He can't. He can't finish. Mm-hmm. But there are Chelsea fans with their chest who will defend him. Defend him. I'm not one of them. Listen, I know it's gone Independence Day. He's my boy. He goes to gun all the time, but now it's not the time to defend him. I think. He, for me, he's stalled. Has he, he actually, been alone? Nope. Actually, he, he maybe have gone backwards. I, I don't know. I don't recognise this show from the one that burst, like the fearless one that burst on the scene. Mm. I think he seems a little bit more timid. He thinks about things. He's more hesitant on the ball. Uh, I think I think that's quite normal after an injury. Mm. And for some players, yeah. it, of course, it affects them differently. Because I remember... Not saying Luke Shaw's good now, but I remember after Luke Shaw's big injury, he was a shell of the player he used to be. Mm-hmm. And so I think, fair enough, like, he might still need a bit more time to get back into things. Lucky it's for been... him, he's young, sorry. Lucky for him, he's young as well. Yeah. So, Tabatha, coming to your expertise again. He's been like this for, at, what is it, has it been two years since his injury? 2019 was his injury? He basically missed the majority of... Yeah, so 2019 was was when the injury happened. Mm -hmm. We're now in 2022. How long can it take for a player to fully, like, mentally recover from such a big injury, especially at that young age? Do you know what it is? With the Achilles, that one's probably one of the worst injuries. Mm. I think it's worse than ACL. Mm. And it's like, because um, you can actually run without an ACL, but with Achilles, you can't do anything. Mm. So... The healing process, especially with Achilles, it does take a lot longer. It can take up to two years. 
So he might not know that, but it's like, because we know that like, as a medical team. So it's like, you want to be able to give that player the confidence to say, you can do it. And he's young as well. Mm. He should be bouncing back even a lot quicker than he has. But it just depends on how he feels himself doing certain things. Yeah. And I don't blame him because he probably is like, oh, I don't want to try that. Yeah. I don't want to get injured again. So maybe he just might need to have, as I said, go on a loan somewhere where he can rebuild that confidence yeah. and feel like I could be that player that I was before. Mm. Yeah. But at the moment now, if he's feeling like this and you're playing for a big senior team here, like this is not small Chelsea. Like this yeah. is, mm. you're playing for, you know, the champions of Europe, as you guys say. World, of the world, darling. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yep, of the oh, world. The let's, world. <laughs> let's all get that. Let's all get that correct. Champions of the world. Um, Rihanna. So Bukayo Saka, his his improvement. I'm, I'm not even gonna say his improvement anymore. I, I just feel like he's grown so much as a player, and I, I feel like we don't talk enough about Bukayo Saka on this podcast and how great he is and how you know he kicks a lot of people out of that England first starting lineup. So Easy. I think, huh? Easy. Easy, like mm, literally easily. Mm. So today, how important was Bukayo Saka to you um, for Arsenal? And obviously, like Saka being twenty years old, will he be a big miss? If, is he still in the in the midst of signing a new contract or something? Yeah, yeah. Will yeah. he be a big two miss if he doesn't? No, he hasn't left. No, two years left. Two years left. Two years left. Obviously, mm. uh, Saka is very important. We, you can see the difference when he doesn't play. Mm -hmm. um, I think that for me, there's there's two things that make Saka really special. One is that I mean, he did have that kind of like dry patch at the beginning of the season when he just come back from internationals. I think that's normal. He was yeah, tired, he's yeah. young. He was um, racially abused. Racially abused. Like, you yeah, know, that, that was a, was a lot. Time, it was a horrible time. So even that start of the season, yeah, I don't even put that on Saka's record. I'm just mm. like, mm -hmm. but sorry, carry on. Yeah, that was a terrible time. Um, but I feel like one thing I like about Saka is that he's quite versatile. Like we saw today, mm. he was playing on the left. And he moved to the right. Or he the moved right. to the right. Yeah, he was playing on the left and he moved to the right. And I mean, it's not necessarily like his preferred position, but he can still do a job like on either wing. And I like that about him. I also like that his finishing is really good. He's very confident with his finishing. He creates chances for other people. Mm -hmm. He's quick. Like he has essentially all the attributes that I would want. His decision making is really good. He's very mature about his decision making. He takes his time. Like, I just, I like everything about Saka. And on top of that, he has a great mentality. I find yeah. he has a great approach to the game, to Arsenal in general. Like, he's never really gives up. He's a, he's honestly a great player to have on mm. your team, I find. And we're going to miss him so much if he goes, which is why, not to swing it back to Arteta slander, if we don't make top four, we're going to have serious problems. We're going to have some problems. Players like Saka, and not to take the limelight away from him, but all of the youngsters that we have, that we want to keep, it's going to become a serious problem. Mm. because, And it will be, I will not have any problems with Saka if we don't do well and he decides to leave because there's only so long you as a fan can have a talent like that and expect them not to want to put that talent out on the biggest stages in the, stages. In the world, in, mm -hmm. in the Champions League, in... The, like fighting for the Premier League. So we need to do something. We need to bring in people to make the most yeah. of the talent that he has because he is top two most important players in the squad, I yeah. would say. Yeah. But I think he's becoming so much more relentless now. Mm. Like, I feel like because they now can see, they can see top four, they can see it. Like, so they're playing with a bit more vim now. Like Saka, 1v1, that's cash money. 
this guy, he's not afraid to get into that final third and have players surrounding him. Mm. That's normal for him now. Even Smith Rowe, like, we know that we miss, like, you know what you can tell that we miss Smith Rowe or you can tell that we're missing Martinelli. Like, those kind of players, like, I just want them to do so well. And because if we don't make top four, oh, my days, it's a long day. <laughs> so, hey, top four, just to clarify, yeah. Yeah, has, you're to, gonna has get it? to be done. Has to be yep. done. Has what about you? Are you done. confident? With Arsenal, I expect nothing, and I'm still disappointed. But we have to do it. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> okay, let's see where the Arsenal ladies land at the end of the season. That's going to be a very interesting fight between Arsenal and Man United. I cannot wait to see where this ends up. But <laughs> another thing that could get dragged into it is Chelsea. I really hope it's you guys, so we can laugh collectively. <laughs> Chelsea. I think it's just the hate of Beatrice. <laughs> At this point... When I have to deal with Tima every week. <laughs> I hear it, to be honest, I hear it. But before we quickly delve into Chelsea, I know we've been speaking a lot, but there's so much to talk about today. But before we delve into Chelsea, Roman Abramovich is selling the club. Now, it's mixed emotions because more time, I don't know if I should be happy, if I should be sad because of everything that's happening like politically as well. Mm. But I look at it from just a football standpoint and I'm weeping a little bit, you know? I'm, I'm kind of heartbroken inside. But Tima, for you, how, how does it feel knowing that Sugar Daddy is now selling off the club? Obviously, this is not a politics um, podcast. So I'm going to look at it from a pure, pure Chelsea fan point of view. And I am absolutely heartbroken. I'm old enough maybe I'm showing my age, to to remember what Chelsea were like before Roman Abramovich came in. Yeah, we what were they lo- like? We were losing <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we were losing to teams called Viking FC in the Europa League. Right. Oh. Right. That's what we were like. But, I mean, we're still like... <laughs> and that was more than once, by the way. Uh, we were like, we were fighting top four. We'll probably be a little bit like Arsenal are now, like fighting for the top four, sometimes not making it. Winning cups. Wow, she had to there. bring it back. She had to wheel it back. I said winning cups. Oh. It actually wasn't. It, I actually, it wasn't a stray either. Like I'm, I'm just, mm. if, I'm just for the younger, yeah. for the younger viewers. I'm trying to bring it alive for like, the younger uh, viewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring it alive for you guys. You know. Uh, so yeah, like that's what we were like. And I think the, the thing about Roman Abramovich, he has brought a culture in a ruthless winning culture into the football club. Nineteen years. How many trophies? countless mm. he's won everything and I think that the the image that Chelsea are the ruthlessness is what you know is, is is because of him the youth team the women's team the men's team all winners like and ruthless winners as well and I think you also need to look at like how he has done with managers as well ruthlessness listen if Arteta or Ole Gunnar Solskjaer or Ralph Ragnick were at Chelsea, they would all be sacked by then. Oh, yeah, easily. He is, he's all about winning trophies. And a lot of our uh, previous managers wouldn't have even been hired. Right? Mm, that's true. That is very mm. true. And I think that people will only appreciate that when he goes and we get new owners. I see some Chelsea fans getting excited. I think you should be careful what you wish for. Because, Why are they getting excited? Because they, they, they think weird. that some, some aspects of his ownership have held the club back such as not to have any longevity, such as some of the signings. That is such short-sightedness. Because if you look at, across his reign at the signings he's made, some of them are the best in the Premier League in the Premier League. One history. of your best signings? One of my... Um, maybe Didier Dropper. Mm. 
Um, or actually, I would say the, the top three is DJ Drogba, Makaleli, and Ngolo Kante. Three powerful black men who are doing their <laughs> thing. <laughs> Doing their thing. So those are the three. Damn, and I was then... going to say Eddie Hazard. I thought it was Shade really? Hazard. I was going to say Hazard, but I thought it was Shade Hazard, myself yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, to be, yeah, to be fair, Hazard, yeah. Hazard no, no, it's is fine. Let's stick with the black man. It's all right. It's Hazard's all right. up there. And so is uh, well, the recent sign of Thiago Silva as well on three. Like, I think those things don't happen without without Roman Abramovich. Mm. And it's backing. Like, people, like, Chelsea, non-Chelsea fans will talk about oil money, corrupt money, blah, blah, blah. But let's face it's it. the facts, though. Let's face it. <laughs> Let's face it. She said, hold up. In terms of the top six clubs, Chelsea have one of the best owners. Like, yes. you guys are always complaining about the Glazers. Oh, I hate my owners, so. Who's it? Who's it? Cronky. Cronky. You guys were, you guys always complain. Always here. I want to see that Super Bowl money. <laughs> FSG as well. Tottenham fans absolutely hate. Uh, what's his name? Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Levy. Levy. So if you're talking about Chelsea fans, Chelsea, maybe City, like we have consistent owners who back the club and he... Maybe the corrupt all money is where it's at, you know? No, it is. Fair enough. It I, is. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, all that aside, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but from a pure footballing perspective. I'm just talking about a pure football. Yeah, yeah. Like as a man, I can't, I don't know Roman Abramovich. Rumours have it that, anyway... It's not a political yeah, podcast, yeah. so I, I don't want to get into it. But it's a very sad day, mm-hmm. and who knows what comes after him? What what kind of ownership are you are you looking for? I, I the thing is, it's a step down no matter what because they're never going to be Roman. Roman loves the club, and you know even to wipe off one point five million five billion pounds of debt, the guy loves the club. Love you them. want to that's about love them. I feel like when <laughs> no when you when you when you think about it. Wiping off 1.5 billion pounds yeah. of debt. It's the thing is, I, th- I think that's about love. Only because, right, he could have strung armed so many people into, or so many interested buyers into having to pay that, blah, 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 right? But he said, okay, do you know what? Nah, they probably won't buy it. And because I love Chelsea that much. Do you know the only type of he people He doesn't mind that losing that kind of billions. Point, do you know the only type of people that can let that kind of money go? Billionaires. Mm-hmm. But, but not to, I mean over speculate but realistically he he has his bargaining power is severely weakened by the fact that if he doesn't shift the club they will take it mm. so the, thing is, the thing is that's that not actually go. that's not technically true they have, he has not been sanctioned from this moment he has not been sanctioned it is rumors that they borrowed time though, that, isn't it? yeah but rumors apparently they don't actually have the means to sanction him yes, now they do. Who? why haven't they done it then because again, they're trying to protect their interests, but if um, they they will and they allegedly. can. Allegedly. Anyway, this is not let's all say allegedly. Let's wheel it back. Yeah, yeah. Football. Yeah. Football. Football. So yeah, you want owners that love the club, but looking at the other top six owners, not many of them do. Yeah, and let's hope we don't fall into that trap as well because Boy, if we do, my God will not allow that, Brianna. My God will not allow it in Jesus' name. In, in, the, name, in the name of the twin swindler, um, enemies are after us. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true. Arsenal fans, you Run guys. Down. Down. Ars- no, wait, wait. Arsenal fans have been the top yeah. of the pile of being so happy. I've seen people praise God. I've seen people praise whatever, whoever they, they, they um, worship. All over my timeline, the second that statement came out from Roman, people were happy. Why is there so much happiness? It's, 
Brianna, you haven't stopped smiling. Why is there so much happiness here? It's the blood of my Did enemies. <laughs> I, I think going... everyone just collectively dislikes Chelsea and Chelsea fans. You, do you know but what? That. Do you know what? Everyone will get their turn at Chelsea. <laughs> Let's start with you, Brianna. Pew, pew, Samantha pew. will come to you. Beatrice will come to you. That's a big bit of We'll it. hold it. I have to light a prayer candle every day from now until Chelsea's taken over. That's an American Jason, that buys that club. <laughs> they won't be. By the grace of God, it has to Not be. Not my God! Because, no, I'm being Pray serious. against it, in Jesus' name. The, Amen. The reason why... There's a blockage of prayers here. Like, <laughs> it's prayer battles. What the fuck is going on? Anita, 30-day fast. 30-day fast. 40, fast. 40 <laughs> days! Try no. me, I'll do 60. I will do 60. I will go and beat my makeup. I will, I will walk to the River Nile to make this happen, guys. <laughs> I will walk across it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, now, on a serious note, all of those things that you said about Abramovich are exactly why I'm happy he's gone mm. from a opposing France perspective because I look at Abramovich and I see somebody that is really invested in the direction and success of his club because he's understood that not only being a fan, but the success of his club means also monetary success to him, exactly. reputational success, more money for the club. The club continues to grow. The more you invest in the club, the club continues to grow. Mm. This is what Arsenal fans and a lot of other fans, United fans, you guys have had that problem with the Glazers, with the state of your stadium, with us, with the state of our investment. (laughs) (laughs) It just is like, oh my Lord. When we we look at at Chelsea and to a, a greater extent in terms of what we've seen very quickly with City, the clubs are run in such a way that secures the success short term mm-hmm. and long term. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, of as we know, Roman Abramovich is very ruthless with how he gets rid of managers, but he doesn't do it in a a, a Watford way where it's every ninety days. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's ninety day for you. Actually, do you know what? Do you know what's crazy? He actually was like that for Abram Grant, there's Galari, and then Ding. Like he he yeah, he's gone through that phase already. He's he's, he's had he's his moments. Yeah, he's had his moments. There was a moment behind the madness. It, it wasn't a case where it was like he's just getting rid, getting rid, getting rid. He yeah. had a vision. He saw where he wanted Chelsea to be, and he did everything he could do to get them there. Yeah. So for that reason, I'm very pleased that he's gone. I, I won't lie because um, that's exactly why when you want an extra leg up for your club, that's the type of thing that, I mean, not in these circumstances, obviously, but you want that type, you want someone like Abramovich to step away. Mm. And I think, unfortunately for you guys, the Saudis that took over Newcastle, they took over Newcastle just a bit too just early too... because Chelsea, in my opinion, is a much better prospect of a club mm. to take you over know, if you're um... there. Amanda Staveley, the Newcastle half owner. Mm. I'm sure she's burning right burning. now. I'm she sure out, she's she came burning. Out and said that they looked at Chelsea, but they found their perfect club. Do you mean someone's just crying behind the you mask? Know, you know, <laughs> that, crying, <laughs> that meme when they're crying, man. Yes, yeah, that's offhand. Because <laughs> there's no way she would have come for Newcastle Chelsea. Up, they yeah, they up. are staying up actually. Yeah, maybe, well, maybe anyway. Anything can happen. They're staying up, but is that really like it? For all that we've heard, like everyone's like, oh, Newcastle are going to get into the top four before Arsenal. Like, Lord, bye. Who said that? I've seen it. Bear, yeah, bear, bear people. Bear people. And it's just like... It's like Northern Air, man. Really? I've even heard that they'll win the Champions League before Arsenal does that. I, I, I said, potentially. Huh? potentially. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get you prop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, but I just feel like that would have been 
an excellent opportunity for you because it would have, in my opinion, been from one optimal ownership situation to another. You have the money, you have the will to make it work. Well, I mean, we haven't seen enough from the owners of Newcastle, but where there's money, you usually want to see overturning. Oh, no, no, I feel like we've seen so much from the, the January transfer window spun me yeah, with the way Newcastle actually, were going about it. Oh, they wanted the big boys. Crazy. Like, I they wanted big names, and I was like, yeah, "Let's see, because every money doesn't always guarantee." Look at, look, sorry, sis, mother, that's but... rich coming from us. <laughs> yeah, but if, you look at, if you look at someone like Everton, Everton, their owner also has money, and they are flirting with relegation. Mm. More than flirting, they've, they're, they've, they're, they're naked in bed. <laughs> <What? laughs> so, <laughs> you hold tight, Marvel, yeah. Please, so, please. and it's because there's no strategy there, mm. and it's mm. why Abramovich is such a unique owner for me because he very much well from what i could tell was invested Investors. in the strategy the long-term mm. strategy yeah. of the club mm. as a owner investor everything uh, do you know what i feel like you've you've said more than enough as to why rivals said everything was, yeah. that yeah. i was going to say yeah there's no more to yeah, say, no more to say. So. i i understand why people would would be happy that roman's leaving if but, i was a rival looking at and from the outside looking in i'd be happy the, the, the one thing about chelsea is we always rise from the ashes oh like so, a phoenix we finished 10th we, fin we, we won the premier league do you so. know what i love your metaphors like they're they're really they're really right. nice <laughs> <laughs> I love them. But speak, speaking of metaphors, we'll quickly run through this because we, we are over time. I do apologise, everyone. But we'll breeze through it. Carabao Cup, final. Chelsea put up a good fight. Your boy Lukaku got that offside goal. But really quickly, I don't know how long this will take. Let's try and make it minimal. VAR is a big problem yeah. right now oh yeah right it's Massive a huge problem. problem and i don't want to go into all the matches that is affected of manchester cities and liverpool's but looking at romney lukaku's goal in the carabao cup final if that is liverpool on that end that goal was given onside, in my opinion because yeah. it's onside well what are your opinions Seema? it's an arsenal no manchester sorry man city scored a, a goal similar today Mm. The thing, the, the thing about that VRR decision, it took thirty seconds. That man, Man City's fourth goal. Listen, Man United already lost the game. They took at least two minutes to look at that. Mm. Thirty seconds, two minutes. Liverpool the, scored a similar goal yesterday as well. I, I, it, the there exact is no same. way that goal is offside. Yep. There is no way that a goal is offside, in my opinion. Match fixing. I don't. I don't even know if it's match fixing because their 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 um goal got ruled out for um offside as well. Even though they probably could have gotten away with it, but mm. theirs got ruled out for offside. But I just feel like. For, correct me if I'm wrong. Chelsea could have won that match easily. Yeah. If Mason everyone agrees, easily. I'm thinking. What she said. I think I easily. Thinking, mm -hmm. I think easily. First, firstly, because yeah, I think Liverpool only had like one or two good chances. No, you had. You and had, we had several. But Mason, Mount. that's that's football. <clears throat> when Man United don't take their chances and we lose a damn game, everyone's like, "Oh, you're crap and you're not not improving." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but it's no, but I'm saying the possibility <laughs> we could have, we could have, like those... could, could don't cut it. Could I would have sure. Why, why am I even reopening <laughs> these rooms? I don't even know. But team, I'll speak directly to you. Don't you think we could have won that match if Mason Mount? Can we talk about Mason Mount? Very little child. That's I... a touchy subject. <laughs> to this day, <laughs> to this day, to this day, I'm, I, I cannot, I have not got over him missing those two You're chances. You're poster boy, you know. We've got many poster boys. No, Reese James is currently Reece my poster boy. Reese James is our poster boy. Thank you so much. Reese James is going to be Chelsea's captain. 
Everyone says it's Mason Mount. It's going to be Reese James. Reese James is captain material, and he, he is, doesn't miss but those he might not get it. Our poster boy is Reese James. <laughs> Yours. Mm. Okay. That, it looked like a death stare. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's staring today, and I'm scared. Or no, but <laughs> Mason Mount, his form has dropped drastically this season. What do you think it's down to? And is there room for improvement at the moment? Or do you see the, him just seeing out the season like this? The thing is, like, Mason Mount's played a lot of football because he's at a very, very successful club. So he's played how many competitions? <laughs> My God. Very, very successful club. <laughs> he won the Champions League last year. He played the Euros. He's played five competitions this year. And we all know how Lampard worked him, like a racehorse. Like, he worked him. Mm-hmm. So actually... I think the, the amount of football he's played, you, you could probably tell us a little bit more, but the amount of football he's played in the last two seasons, three seasons, it's a lot. That's a he, lot. And he's not going to be consistent. Mm. He probably does need to hold a bench for a bit, especially with Ziyech doing his thing. I, I think he probably should be dropped for the, for the next couple of games and, and to kind of just allow him to come back. And he's had quite a lot of injuries as well this season, so allow him some time to like reassess and then bring him in. Yeah. I don't think he should be automatically starting. I agree with you. I'm definitely on the same page as you. I would love to delve into it a lot more, but we are short of time. It was a lot of Arsenal, my United propaganda on today, which was I think I think it was it was a it was fun um, for for some more than more than others. Um, Had a great time. I had a (laughs) had a good time. Team up. I'll start with you. Do you, who do you think is going to make top four out of these two lovely oh, we asked this question teams? I'm That's asking Tima. No, 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 because I want to see how everyone's opinions differ. Okay. My heart says Manchester United. My head says Arsenal. And my, when I say my heart... You use our heads more, love, though. It doesn't mean I love you guys, but I just there's something about... As I said a couple, a couple weeks ago, my United always get over the line. But I think, actually, it's Arsenal's to lose. So I didn't answer the question, but... I agree. I agree. It's only us. I agree. It's only us to finish ourselves. No, I'm not even asking. I was only asking Tima. I was only asking Tima. Asking from a neutral perspective. I thought we'd get a neutral in. I think Arsenal's probably going to get that top four spot. I think Man United might just miss out narrowly. And maybe that will answer your Cristiano Ronaldo players and he'll up and leave. But... Anyway, so everyone who is currently watching... I hope he's not planning to stay. <laughs> Doesn't he have a two-year contract? Two-year contract. Well, he can break He can, he can break that. He can go. But who? What team is... Do you know I'm what? not going to lie. That's it for him. That's it. It's not, think... He said he has five years left. You think that guy... <laughs> Just... It's enough. That's what I said. He's delusional. So this sounds like you're a breaking point. You sound like you're a breaking point. But we'll leave the Ronaldo propaganda there. Um, but everyone who's watching, thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Gold Diggers UK. Follow us on Instagram at Gold Diggers UK underscore. Make sure you are subscribed. Is it subscribed? Yes. To our Apple podcast, to our Spotify and to our SoundCloud. Um, have a good evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you are. I'm not feeling too well, so these, these things are getting a bit muddled up in my mind. But wherever you are, have a good day. Bye. 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 Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is
catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.